Welcome into this week's edition of The Left Turn. I am Jacob Blair, and as we dive into everything in the racing world, it seems as there, though there might be a small light at the end of this tunnel during this social distancing and quarantine time period that, that we've all been in as talks of returning to racing have begun. Plans seem to, to be in place of, of what everyone is going to do. Meanwhile, while that takes place, we, we still have had some of the virtual racing action. We'll hit on that real quick, and then we'll spend most of today's episode, though, diving into this, the possible schedule we'll see when we get back to racing as well as some big-time news out of Chip Ganassi Racing. But we'll start with the NASCAR race, the Geico 70 at Talladega, and a race that, well, it was Talladega. We, we saw some strategy, we saw some cautions, and it ended up being Alex Bowman with the win. Corey LaJoy finished second, Ryan Priest third, Garrett Smithley fourth, Landon Castle in fifth. Clint Boyer, Jeff Gordon also racing in this one, so it was cool to see Jeff back on track. What really made this race was having Jeff and Clint in the same room, uh, obviously six feet apart, but in the same room, racing at the same time and just the banter back and forth made it a really fun watch on on tv so it was a good afternoon saw some racing at talladega but i think everyone's you know it's fun to see guys compete it's fun to see the competition but everyone's ready to see you know the real thing back on the track on the indycar side it was a race at coda and formula one driver lando norris slid over to participate in the indycar challenge and Drove a Aero McLaren SP car, and Lando Norris ended up winning that race. So came over and stole the show, and ended up with a win. We we've seen the regulars, the IndyCar Series regulars, kind of struggle. We've seen some some invaders come in and some part timers come in and really get the wins in these things. Other than Simon Pagano picking up a couple, it's been Sage Karam, it's been Scott McLaughlin, and now. Lando Norris, Pato Award finished second, Felix Rosenquist finished third, Scott McLaughlin fourth, and Santino Ferrucci finished in the fifth position. It's in all possibility that this upcoming weekend will be the final race we see of these iRacing challenges and series NASCAR in all likelihood visiting Dover and the IndyCar series will head to the virtual Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So hopefully one more week of this and we'll see cars back on track. Now the news of the real world. The big one that dropped on Monday was the replacement for Kyle Larson. Uh, if we go back and just a quick update, Kyle Larson used an inappropriate word on an iRacing Twitch stream, uh, lost his ride, and Chip Ganassi has then since been searching for a replacement and everyone, really everyone, the front runner was Ross Chastain. For me, it was Ross Chastain, 100%. No questions asked. We would see him in the 42 car. It just seemed to be the perfect fit. However, as certain as I was, there were still some things happening behind the scenes that didn't make it as clear cut for everyone else. He was still the front runner, but they made a, there were between college racing and chip ganassi racing they did a lot to make sure ross chastain could find it run a full xfinity series season there's also chip ganassi and his sponsors mcdonald's credit one bank advent health among others trying to to get those sponsors back on board make sure they're still on the race car when we do get back to racing and the news did drop that matt kenseth yes matt kenseth retired and then retired out of the 20 car when he was replaced there 
by Eric Jones. We saw him fill in in the six car uh, here or there, but we have not seen Matt Kenseth for a while. And kind of out of nowhere, this one was one no one expected. If there was other drivers you maybe thought of, it maybe was, okay, we're going to get Daniel Suarez. Got a little bit of sponsor money with him, and we could could use that. Maybe go give Corey LaJoy a chance and take him from the 32 car. Maybe a John Hunter Nemechek. Those were the names that, that I thought, if it wasn't Ross Chastain, you would hear. Then we hear, and kind of the way it worked is we saw, we heard reports that they would announce it today that being Monday, and then we saw I, I saw another report. It would not be Ross Chastain, and then that got everybody talking. Is Jamie McMurray coming back? Who is this? And you still never saw the name Matt Kenseth being in the possibilities. And then when, when we learned it's Matt Kenseth, it just surprised everyone. However, even though everyone was surprised it was, it just seemed to make sense. You have Kurt Busch there. Those two used to be teammates at Roush Fenway Racing back when their careers were, were in their younger stages. You've got now multiple championships there at Chip Ganassi Racing. It just kind of makes sense. Uh, we also learned that, that Ganassi reached out to Carl Edwards as well, and, and Carl declined, and they ended up with Matt Kenseth. Some of that, I think, has to do with sponsorship. You, you look at those sponsors, and, and you want someone, after uh, a controversy like what happened, you wanted someone to come in and not let that happen again. You wanted someone that's been around for a while, knows how to handle the media, knows how to be smart about it. Yes, Matt Kenseth has had some run-ins on the track, but beyond that, you know, they, they wanted someone to, to add some stability, and they get that with Matt Kenseth. Now the question becomes with Kenseth that it, can he be a championship contender? He did receive a waiver in order to run for a championship. So although he's missed the first several races, Matt Kenseth, if he can win a race and get in the top 13 points, doesn't does have an opportunity for a championship run. I think just the question is being out of the sport and being 48 years old, can Matt Kenseth do that? And I think he can. I think it, it, one year run for Matt Kenseth, he can come in, give him a couple races to, to adjust to the new team, and we'll see Kenseth running up front in that 42 car. And that really just kind of shapes the whole season of NASCAR when it does get back going is it kind of reshapes everything. You look at kind of readjusted rivalries. You look at how just the, the landscape has changed. And when you hear the name Matt Kenseth, you're thinking, okay, they're going to give another young guy a chance, a Ross Chastain. I think everyone could have gone, well, yeah, Ross Chastain might make the playoffs if he ends up running for Cup Series points. But I don't know if he does. With Matt Kenseth, there, there just seems to be this, yeah, I think he can can get in there. Personally, I think Kenseth can can challenge for a couple wins. I think he can easily get into the playoffs. I don't think we'll see him really be one of those championship contenders. I think maybe a round of 12 run is the furthest we see him going this year. But I think after being on a hiatus for a while, that would be a, a big thing for him. I think this ends up being just a one-year deal. I think we see Ross Chastain in the 42 car next year, and, and this is just something to get through this season, add some stability, get some more experience for Ross Chastain, and then get ready to go in 2021. Other news off the racetrack is Ryan Newman has been medically cleared to return to racing back in the sixth car once we get back underway again. He had that horrific crash at Daytona at the opening race of the season and you know suffered a head injury and it really is 
if there's been one positive for the NASCAR world is this has given Ryan Newman time to heal up where he only misses a a couple races. He has also been granted a waiver and will have an opportunity to run for a championship. So Matt Kenseth in the 42, Ryan Newman will be back in the six car when we return to racing. And that brings us to the question, when will we return to racing? And the consensus, the rumor right now is Sunday, May 17th is the date we will see NASCAR back on track and all likelihood no fans will be at that event and it will be at Darlington. Darlington and Charlotte Motor Speedway are the two tracks being thrown around right now for multiple reasons. They're close to the team organizations. Just a couple days ago, the government of North Carolina allowed shop workers to get back to the race shops to, to, to begin prepping race cars, but it, it's uh, they they you, you heard Homestead, you heard Texas, there's been some other tracks thrown around, but I think NASCAR really wants to keep everyone in the, within that area. They're also in a situation where certain states you know, are, are, are safer right now. They have less cases. Those states can open up a little bit sooner than other states as, as these states begin to, to return and, and open for business. Missouri opening up here at the end of this week, South Carolina opening up, Tennessee opening up that as well. Whether we agree with that or not, whether it's time to do that or not, those are the states that have felt they need to open back up. So NASCAR is looking to see where they can go to try to successfully and safely hold NASCAR races. Like also because they know they got to get cars back on track. It is extremely important for these series to get on the racetrack, to, to keep these teams in operation it's one of the, those situations where I, I believe, and this is just this is just my opinion, but if this gets pushed and we don't see cars on track until July, it's entirely possible you only see 28 cars return to the racetrack instead of a full field just because teams aren't able to make it. And I think NASCAR knows that, and I think that's why they got to get back on the racetrack. But May 17th at Darlington is what the, the consensus is. We've started to see some kind of mock schedules come out. There's been some reporters that have said they've seen what, what NASCAR's proposed. Here's what's going on. And there's other reporters that are just kind of waiting to see what NASCAR says. One of the, the reports that came out is that it's will get crazy is we're, we're looking at a possible schedule between Cup, Xfinity, and Truck Series where there's like 10 races in 12 days uh, between Darlington and Charlotte. And the way that kind of looks is you have Darlington on... May 17th, then you look at, I believe it was May 19th, the Xfinity Series runs at Darlington. May 20th, on a Wednesday, the Cup Series is back at Darlington for a shorter race. Then they come back home, run at Charlotte. I think it was ARCA runs on Saturday, and then Memorial Day Sundays, the World 600, the Coca-Cola 600, and they run that at Charlotte. Monday would be the Xfinity Series, Tuesday the Truck Series, and then Wednesday the Cup Series. So looking at really a ton of racing between basically May 17th and May 27th, that has just been one of the schedules that's thrown out there. I've also seen that once they get through that, then looking at Bristol and Homestead, Atlanta, tracks like that to, to try to get back to racing it, there really hasn't been much talk that they this will be done with fans it, in all likelihood there will be no fans in the stands but at least nascar able to to take in the tv money and for nascar i think getting back on track and being the first sport to return is a 
lucrative opportunity for them being the first live sporting event to, to make its way back onto television. I think the ratings will really get a boost from that just because everybody's really excited for, for sports. We're seeing that on the dirt side. The short track side is a lot of dirt tracks are, are finding ways right now to safely hold races. And we saw Park Jefferson and New Raceway Park up in South Dakota do that. And it seemed to be a success. It seemed to be that everyone whether they agreed with what needed to be done or not in terms of social distancing, everyone just kind of did it. And I think that's what needs to happen to make all of these returns a success, whether it's NASCAR or the local short tracks is whatever guidelines are, are laid out. It doesn't matter whether you want to do those or not. You need to follow those. That goes for fans going to short tracks. That goes for competitors going to short tracks. That goes for everyone at NASCAR. If someone says make sure you stay this far away from other people, it needs to be done because I think if everyone follows all of that and maintains some safety, everything will, will be able to at least operate in that manner throughout the summer. And it's a situation where it would be nice not to have to shut everything back down. There's people worried about a second wave. I'm not a doctor. I don't want to get into that stuff, but I think that there's this happy medium between returning, returning now, but making sure it's done safely, and that's what I think NASCAR really needs to do. So I'm curious to see what all of the things being done to make it safe will be. I'm also still curious as we wait for official confirmation on what the upcoming NASCAR schedule will look like. What I mentioned there a few minutes ago of this Darlington, Darlington double header for the Cup Series, weekday races, then Charlotte. I, I think if that's the case, take the rest of the NASCAR schedule and don't even look at it because everything will end up being crazy. You're taking Darlington, which was a playoff race. You now you've run two races there. Do you go back to Darlington in the playoffs? Do, do tracks lose? Races. You look at some of the tracks in California, who have so which, which is a state with some of the stricter guidelines. Do we see any races in California at all this season? It's it really becomes just a, a huge question mark for all three series. And NASCAR will get it figured out, but I, I don't think it will look anything like we expected it to. And I'm just really curious to see what happens. That's all the time we have for today. Hopefully by next week we have a schedule to talk about. And we have some races to start previewing and talking about the return of the NASCAR season. And that'll do it for us today. This has been Jacob Blair on this week's edition of The Left Turn.